0: Hey there, it's Lisa. Welcome to the Victorious Life TV broadcast. I'm really excited to be here with you tonight. And uh, I'm looking at the the screen and it looks like there's a haze. I have no idea what's going on with uh, some of the technical challenges recently, so I apologize for that. But tonight I wanted to bring you um, a message really from the book of Galatians. And it's about um, You know, living victoriously, it's so important, but so many times we're getting discouraged. And I don't know about you, but I know for me personally, sometimes people say to me, Lisa, you know, do you ever get down? Do you ever get, you know, discouraged? And I will tell you, that is probably the one thing that tries to come at me more than anything else. It's discouragement but what I want to talk to you to about tonight is and let me just say this when I'm feeling discouraged or there's thoughts coming at me of discouragement that's when I know that I need to get alone with the Lord anytime that you start feeling something wrong you know I'm just diving right into the message tonight anytime that you feel anything going on it it means that something is out of alignment or out of agreement with the Lord, and you need to get with him. But, you know, so I wanted to talk to you uh, tonight for a little bit, just a little bit, from the book of Galatians about freedom in Christ. What does it mean to be free in Christ, right? For those of you who have asked Jesus to be their Lord, um, to be your Lord, not their Lord, your Lord, this means that you have freedom in Christ. It means that no longer are you under, well, actually, as Gentiles, right? The law, the law was given to the Jewish people. It was never even given to the Gentiles. However, those of us who adopted, you know, the law as our own, it's, it's, it's because the law was given as a moral compass until the time of Jesus Christ. But if Jesus Christ is your Lord, then God's laws are written on your heart. And what are God's laws? Love the Lord your God, love your neighbor as yourself. It's the law of the Spirit that is now written in your heart so that you're, you're not under the requirements of you know any kind of Jewish law, and really for, for Jewish people who might be watching. Um, but in any event, there's only one good news. This is what Paul was talking to the Galatians about. You know, he said, who, who bewitched you? Why is it that after you've given your life to Christ now you're trying to be right by God, you know, right with God by going back and you know, trying to live by the law, right? the requirements of the law. He was saying you foolish Galatians, you have Christ and you're made right with Christ or you're, you're made right with God by your faith in Christ, not by your deeds. Now I will say this, you know, we have grace right? Grace came, the law came by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. So we have grace. Okay. But does that mean that when we sin, we are just free to sin and just do whatever we want? No. Freedom in Christ means that you're free to serve Christ and to be transformed by the Holy Spirit. And when you are transformed by the Holy Spirit, it means that your way of thinking now lines up with God's way of thinking. You don't even want to sin anymore. The things that you, you know, used to do and the things that used to appeal to you don't even appeal to you anymore. You're just like, no, you literally have the mind of Christ, the heart of Christ. Listen, when you really are being transformed by the Holy Spirit, you are hungry, to know God. You are hungry to know the Lord Jesus Christ, to think like he thinks, to do the works that he did, right? I love this. And so Paul said, you know, there's only one good news. And you can read about it in Galatians um, chapter 1 verses 6 through 9. This is where Paul talked about there being one good news. And for anybody who gives you anything else, and what is that good news? It's that Jesus Gave his life for our sins just as God the Father planned, right? To rescue us from the evil world that we live in, you know. And he redeemed us from the curse of the law. Listen, the law, the Bible says that the law had its place, right? As a moral compass until Christ. And now, when you put your faith in Christ, you're no longer tied or under the rules and regulations of the law. However, we know that the law is perfect. We're not just, you know, just dismissing that that it has no value. It has value until you give your life to Christ because the law shows you what sin is, right? So in any event, the law was given to show us what sin is. Without the law, we never would have known when we're doing right, when we're doing wrong. So the law, you know, the law had its purpose, right? And has its purpose until Christ, until you give your life to Christ. And then you're supposed to live by the law of the spirit written in your heart. The law of the spirit is life. It's life, right? Okay. So, I love to, um, you know, Paul said in Galatians 1 verse 10, he said, obviously, I'm not trying to win the approval of people, but of God. He said, if pleasing people were my goal, then I wouldn't be a servant of Jesus Christ. I love that. I love that because so many people out there, even ministries today, and this isn't you know my place to judge or anything, but you know, we are to love people, love God and love people, and let God be the judge of whatever we're to love God and love people but we also have to be wise you know to uh, people's agendas and things like that but we don't need to seek to please people you know if you're in ministry and, and I'll just say this or even if you're not get your marching orders from the Lord from the Holy Spirit I personally never let any other human being dictate to me how you know what I should be doing just because someone else runs their ministry a certain way or they do certain things doesn't mean I'm supposed to yes we all have the same Holy Spirit but we have different functions in the body of Christ and I believe it's great to belong to a local body of Christ you know a local um, and I say a local body of Christ a the church however remember you are the church right we are the church So, I'm just saying, don't ever let anyone make you feel guilty. You know, I was having a conversation with uh, a friend of mine earlier this week, and so many people feel guilty, or they let people guilt them into, you know, feeling bad about themselves if they miss church or something like that. And it's like, wait a minute. First of all, don't let anybody ever make you feel guilty. I will say this if you're not in the word for yourself regularly and you're depending on, you know, getting the word when you go to church on Sundays, then I will tell you, yes, When if you miss, you're going to be low in faith. I always say low faith, that means low word. You're not getting enough of the word. If you are, ha- you know, if you're full of faith, it's because you are in the word of God. And so, and, and like I said, that doesn't mean that you'll never have discouragement come against you or anything like that. But I really want to say, if you are learning the Word of God, you know, for yourself, yes, it's important. We need to be examples of godly living, of the mind of, you know, having the mind of Christ in our lives, loving God, loving people. We need to be examples of that. And also, it is important to you know, get together with other like-minded, spirit-filled people so that, you know, when one is down, you can lift each other up or maybe you want to go and, you know, do the work of the Lord together. Yes, these are all really good things. But I'm talking about don't let anyone make you feel guilty because you're, you know, not doing this or doing that or because you didn't go to a meeting or listen, let the Holy Spirit speak to you. I will tell you, um, and, and from the Word of God, Colossians 3.15, that is a principle that I personally live by. Colossians 3.15 says, let peace rule in your heart. Let peace be your umpire in every situation that you face in your daily life. You have a decision to make, don't make, you know, do not say yes or no to something unless you have peace. Ruling in your heart. Let peace be your umpire. I love that scripture. Colossians three fifteen. It's so good, right? You know, I want to say this too. Discouragement comes many times because the cares of the world come in and choke the word. I'm telling you right now, we've got to be on guard against Um, distractions and filling our minds and letting our attention go to so many different things that will come in and choke the word because then before you know it, you're not getting enough of the word and you're being swayed, right, to and fro. So we've got to make sure that we're not letting, you know, the cares of the world come in and choke the word of God because, you know, there's a diagnosis, there's this, there's that. Um, you know i was I saw um something on t v today where uh this woman was talking about how she had fibromyalgia and she had um um some other things that lupus and just some other different things and she wasn't strong in the Word of God she really didn't know the Word of God and when she found out who she is in Christ and how he took all of that for her she started walking around with the word of god and saying thank you jesus you know by your stripes i have been healed and i'm telling you this is what you have to do thank you jesus and she started talking to her body saying lupus get out of my body you have no place here fibromyalgia get out of my body you have no place here in jesus name i am healed and she started declaring over herself, the word of God, praising and magnifying the Lord Jesus Christ for what he's done for her. And it was like, she just started getting better, 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 better. She has no more fibromyalgia, no more lupus, no more anything. I love it. I love it. And, and okay. The other thing that I will say is, you know, and and I'm letting the Holy Spirit just flow. I don't have a lot of notes put together. All I know is I was in the book of Galatians this week and I was just like, ah, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And you know me, you know, my, my, uh, my mission, if you will, is, and, and my, my vision and what I'm called to do, my assignment in the body of Christ is to spread the good news, be a light in the dark places and help the multitudes to live in victory, victory, victory. I see Rita saying, give the enemy no place. Praise God. You go, girl. That's right. Glory. Right on. Right on. This is so good. So anyway, I just, I, I was looking at this couple of the comments and I lost my train of thought there, but I get really excited. God's word just lights me up. And I'll say this too. When I'm driving, I love listening to the word of promise audio Bible. I love it. I love listening to the gospels when I'm driving. You know, I just got listening, ju- just got finished listening to Matthew, Mark, Luke. Now I'm back in John, which is my favorite, I have to say, of the gospels of the four. And then when I'm reading, I like to read the epistles. That's just me personally. You know, I love to read, you know, starting, you know, going from Acts to Romans, Corinthians, you know, I love to just read. I love, you know. I love both but there's something for me personally about driving and listening to the gospel of john and hearing the voice of jim caviezel who plays jesus and i'm telling you it just makes me weep sometimes it just and there's music so it's like you're watching a movie and i'm telling you I, i'm listening to jesus's words and and then you know the narrator will come in and say he said this because blah 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 and it just, sometimes it just makes me weep. It just brings me like, Lord, you're so good. And I just, I have to put it on pause and just start praising the Lord right there. You know, or when Rat Lazarus was raised and Jesus said, I am the resurrection. You know, and and you, because you heard Mary, you know, and and, and uh, um, was it Mary and Martha weeping over their brother Lazarus. Oh my gosh. It was just, it was beautiful in any event. Um, so I wanted to tell you that about the audio Bible too, because there's nothing that's gonna build your faith faster than listening to the word of God. You know, this morning I went, um I had to go pick up a few things at the grocery store. I just want to tell you this this quick story of something that happened today. And as I was getting ready to walk into the store, there was a man standing, you know, he had just come out of the store and he was probably in his mid to late 60s. And he, he looked at me and he just kind of stopped. And then he said, uh, he goes, oh, he goes, do you like my shirt? It's just what he said. So I stopped and I looked and his shirt said something like, this is my life. And it had a picture of like one of those little yellow minions with like one eye, whatever those little cartoon characters are with one eye. And it had like a, mm, like a sad face. And, and I looked at it and I said, what's that all about? listen, I know the Lord orders my steps and I know you've got to use wisdom and be wise, you know, when you're talking to strangers and things like that. But, I, you know, I let peace rule in my heart. I didn't feel any kind of, you know, anything, danger or anything, but, and it was not this morning in broad daylight, but in any event, um, sometimes that doesn't matter, but in any event, he's like, oh, and I could tell he just was trying to start a conversation and he was kind of like a tough slash wise guy kind of guy, right? So he's like, oh, do you like my shirt? So, you know, I saw what it said and I said, oh, I go, what's that all about? So he goes, ah, he goes, you know, he goes, he goes, this is my life. And he goes, and he, I could see he was just agitated. And I, and then he goes, and I said, well, I go, why are you upset? And he goes, this is what he said. He goes, because I live in effing Dumont. And I was like, and he didn't even think twice about Throwing the F-bomb out there, right? He's all oh, because I live in effing Dumont. And I said, and I said, oh, and he goes, I'm from Brooklyn. And he had like a real heavy New York accent, but I'm from Brooklyn. And so almost could look like one of those gangster types, right? I, maybe, I mean, who knows? So I said, uh, and I said, well, then why don't you move back to Brooklyn? And he's like, oh, because I gave my daughter money and blah, blah, blah. And then he goes, I'm, I know some of you might say you're crazy. Like, really? What? All I did was because he started the conversation with me and he was I guess he thought he was being nice but he was kind of rough and I literally just I put my hand here and I said peace to you I said Jesus is Lord and I took my hand off and he goes Jesus and he goes I'm Jewish he goes Jesus was Jewish and I go yes I said Jesus is Jewish he goes yeah you don't need to tell me about Jesus I know I'm Jewish And I said, well, that's really good. And I said, all right, well, God bless you, take care. And I just walked in the store and I thought, Lord, oh my gosh, but you know, Jesus said you'll lay hands on them and they'll recover. Listen, all I knew is I did lay my hand on them and I just said, peace to you. I said, Jesus is Lord. And that was it. That's all about, you know, all I had an opportunity to do. And you know, um, like I said, I just felt peace about it. But it was just something that happened, and I thought, you know, so many people are, honestly, you know, when I came out of the store, I got in my car, and I was like, Lord, I kept thinking, I was still thinking about that man, because I only needed to get a couple of things, and I was just like, Lord, oh my gosh, so many people in this world, they just don't know. They don't know your peace. They don't know you, you know, and I just said, oh Lord, you know, let that man just have an encounter with you, like, just... Lord, I pray that he would know you and I pray that your people, Lord, that we would just step out and be lights in this dark world and, you know, I don't know. I mean, he, I could, uh, whatever. You know what? All I know is I did, I believe what I was supposed to do and, you know, and I prayed for him and, but my point is there are so many people in this world that are clueless like that. They just, they're unhappy You know, and, and, you know, the thing, oh, I gave my daughter money. Like, he was just so, like, and then he goes, where is this guy? Like, he was waiting for somebody, like, his ride or whatever. I mean, maybe the guy that left him said, yeah, I'll go, I'll wait for you. You know, I'll go park the car, whatever. And the guy was coming back, and I thought, ooh. You know, the Bible says don't even associate with angry people. That's not wise. People that don't know Jesus and that are angry people Be careful because they could turn on you in a second. Yeah, I'm just saying, you know, so in any event, I really, you know, I just wanted to share from my heart today and uh, I don't want to make this really long tonight. I just wanted to come to you for a little bit and just remember that, you know, there's no, God doesn't have favorites, if you will. You know, some people may seem to have more of God's blessings, but I promise you, you're going at when you go after God and you seek to just please Him and honor Him the way Jesus did, He is going to do mighty things through you. And He, it's not because He loves you any more than He loves that man that I was talking to today. Well, let me say this He doesn't. God loves all of His creation. The problem is that they don't all love Him, and they're, we're not all God's children, despite what people will tell you. Jesus told the Pharisees, you are of your father, the devil. Only those who are in Christ are the, he gave the right to be the children of God. That is also in Galatians, right? Chapter four, that, you know, because you have Jesus, it says in Galatians 4, 6, that God sent the spirit of his son to live in you, whereby we cry out, Abba, Father, Ah." God is our father because you have Christ. And if you don't have Christ and you're watching this right now and you want to, I'm going to pray for you real quick and just repeat after me and just say, heavenly father, just say, I, I want the Lord Jesus to be in my heart and just say, Lord, I repent. Father, I repent. I am sorry for my sins and Lord Jesus. I ask you to come into my heart change my life. Be my Lord and Savior. Help me to know you. Help me to walk in your ways. And Lord, I ask you for the baptism of your Holy Spirit right now. Baptize me, Lord, with your Holy Spirit and fire. And I thank you right now, Lord. Help me to live for you. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. And with that, I'll say welcome to the family of God. Now, if you just prayed that and you meant it, I promise you the word of God says the Holy Spirit now has come in and your, your, your spirit literally has been made new. However, you may not feel anything because your mind still has to be renewed. Your mind has to be renewed, right? Romans 12, 1 and 2, um, 12, 2, it says renew, renewing your mind. Don't be conformed. To the world, but be transformed. How? By the renewing of your mind. Well, how do you do that? Gotta read God's word. And if you know, if you're just starting out, and even if you're not, I really appreciate the New Living Translation Bible. Now, I've got many Bibles. I've got the Amplified. I love the ESV as well, the English Standard Version. It's it's pretty easy. But the the, the New Living Translation, especially for someone just starting, I love it because. I believe it's very very good and when you understand what you're reading you can't stop you don't want to put it down but don't just read to read ask the Holy Spirit to give you revelation right revealed knowledge revelation means uh, revealed knowledge from heaven he's giving you his knowledge he's revealing things to you so ask the Holy Spirit to help you to open up the scriptures to you and I'm telling you your heart will burn with ah like excitement and oh my gosh zeal for the Lord Jesus and so I just want to say thank you for joining me tonight I love you I bless you if this has been a blessing to you tonight please share it on all your social media and let's advance God's kingdom together it's so important remember there is a lost and dying world out there and you know God wants to work through you by the Holy Spirit, right? The Spirit of Jesus. You want to be Jesus. You're the only representation that some people may ever see of Jesus, right? We want to represent Him well. Love God, love people. Those are the only two commandments that you need. And in those, all the others are wrapped up, even the Sabbath, because Jesus is our rest. So again, I love you. I bless you in Jesus' name. And I will see you soon. All right. Take care now. Good night.